It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It's articles of news for the first of October, brother Kyle. October. <laughs> Already, October, according to your or, T-shirt. That's right. What is Pock again? That's good. Pock is a company that makes helmets and clothing and protective gear for cycling. I just thought it was uh, those terrible marks you get as a teenager that you can't get rid of as, <laughs> as you get older. Uh, it's uh, articles of news. Like I said, October first. Uh, thank you for being here, brother Kyle. Thanks for having me yeah, again. It's good, it's good to have you here. You've been busy. Yeah. You know, when you say yeah. goodbye to your parents. I, I mean, some people would say, funeral, no. But that's not it. <laughs> that's to me. <laughs> I'll have to use that. Yeah. Said goodbye to my parents last week. <gasps> no, they're going no, on a mission. They are. Yeah. So they had put in a while ago and didn't know when they'd get it. And so, they didn't pick either, right? No. They, they put up some preferences. And actually, one of their preferences they did yeah, it's one that they put as interest. Okay, which in. was where are they going again? Uh, it's it's to Winter Quarters. Oh, cool, Branson, Missouri. Oh yeah, wait, uh, not Branson. Uh, no, no, uh, I always say Branson, Missouri. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in uh, it's a terrible. It's not a terrible town, but there's not much there. Yeah, no, it's Winter Quarters. It, it's, it's that's literally where the mission is. Is Winter Quarters? Yeah. Yep, they stay there and they do uh, tours and talk does, to people. Does Dad have to take care of like the grass and stuff like that? Nebraska is where it is. Uh, uh, North yeah. Omaha, Nebraska. That's right, Omaha. Yep, big college town. Lots of young LDS families in uh, Nebraska. Yeah, because I think Creighton is there. So if anybody goes to visit Winter Quarters, mm-hmm. go by and say hi to Elder and Sister Brown. Brown, perfect. Yep. Uh, wait, so no, he doesn't have to like shovel the walks and mow the lawns and stuff. Uh, I don't know. They're still getting, like, tr- they called me last night, actually. Because uh-huh. uh, they can call, they can text, they oh, can wait, still gone communicate. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. So last Tuesday, I was in uh, I was in Ventura, California. Right. Uh, surfing with uh, a couple old stoners. Sure. Whoa. <laughs> Listen to that crappy music you like. And, and yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I really was. It was great. I'm and, sure. And, I, I didn't notice that I didn't pause and, and yeah. go, hey, was, he, was he serving with stoners? No, I'm sure he was. One may be the Ox, the mayor of Oxnard, California, but that's neither here nor there. Nor here there. Uh, and, and one may be the owner of a giant organization in California. But that's neither but here that nor there. But that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Great guys. Yeah. Old guys. Yeah. Us floating on the Pacific. And I get in. <laughs> <laughs> for lunch, and I get a message from my dad, give me a call. And I knew what it was about. Because you um, knew it was coming. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I called him, and he, and he said, uh, so we've got word that here's where we're going. Um, we, we called the mission leader or whatever, somebody, and evidently they, they had, it had been leaked to them, and it wasn't supposed to be, and so oh. they really didn't get a call. Finally, okay. they're just like, oh, gosh, yeah, you, all right, that's, here's where you're going. I'll shoot you over the info. Okay. And this is on a Tuesday Late day, and they okay. and they said uh, we'll give you the info tomorrow. They got it Wednesday. They said you're leaving. You need to be here Monday. <laughs> so, so they that's they, unreal. Yeah. So they packed it. So they left Friday. Right. So they packed all up because they took one of their vehicles with them. Right. So they could have a vehicle. And they knew there. that it was going to be relatively soon, or no, not no. They, they didn't think that soon. They at said all. they thought it might be, but it could be anywhere from you know a couple weeks to a couple months out. Sure. Because um, my niece just left and hers came and it was pretty quick. Okay. So they, but yeah, not that quick. So they were in a panic. Two days of panic. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, getting everything together. Family all met up Thursday over Scriptures there. Scriptures to change your underwear. That's all you need, Elder it, and Sister Brown. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so they made it, I presume, obviously. Yeah, yeah they made it. And they're, they're, they said it's frantic. They're in a little apartment that they quite like. It's small. And they, they, 
they're I think they're enjoying it because they went yesterday and just went shopping for like salt and pepper and okay. get you know the stuff that because they went into an empty place. Okay, they've been. You know, How living. Come, uh, we we always called that getting shotgunned in. Do they have any idea why it was so quick of a turnaround? Like, did someone have to go home early? Or uh, that, no I idea? don't think they know. They didn't say. Hmm. You're going to uh, take your kid out and go visit mom and dad, right? No. You, you really should. If you have any anticipation of your kid going and serving a mission, seeing your grandparents or your parents, his grandparents serving a mission, yeah, or just like for his participation in like the mission idea, well, it's cool. You should go out. If they went to Brazil oh, or probably. if they went to New York, what you're not going to go to Nebraska? No, no I'm not going to go to thing. Omaha. No, it's the perfect thing because you're because your mom. What little I know about her, it will be the best thing in the world, even if she would have been called to crappy someplace Idaho, right? Mm-hmm. Like she will embody the spirit of oh, they what love mission it. work is yeah. right. They and love so it. getting your kid to just go out, you go for a weekend because it's Nebraska, and uh, you just go out and stay with them. You'll be able to stay with them. It's a long drive out and back. Yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> fly Quite him. Frank. Fly your kid. It's expensive to fly there. Okay, and I don't want to do Make it. Make some more excuses. I do. <laughs> oh, all it's of free. this stuff. It's free for excuses. Yeah. And you're full of them. And then we'd have to pay for a place to stay because we can't stay with them. Yeah, but you and do it, it. How long are they gone for? Six months. Oh, it's, it's a shorter mind. one. Never yeah. mind. Then forget it. Yeah. Do it next time they go. Yeah. They'll go for a longer one. I think they will. They'll get to go foreign somewhere, foreign English speaking. Yeah. Do mom or pops teach, speak a language? No, uh, my dad does because his mission, he went to Scotland, so he okay. speaks Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Our friends over there are loving that. And he, speaking he, he of could that. could under, under, understand our friends from London. Yeah. So I, I got, and it was really nice. Um, I got a, a message from, let me get to my messages here. Uh, shift through the ones that are, are not very nice. Because I, I won't get into this, but I found, so I, on Facebook, if you receive a message from somebody who, whom you're not friends with, uh, it will ask you, you know, do you, will you accept this message request? Yeah. So and you go, I, I don't know, is this a bot? And you're like, mm, okay, I'll accept it. Because yeah. you, you roll the dice and go, sure, why not? I'll accept it from anything. So I'd had some some time ago, like two years ago, from people who were very angry with me. Uh-huh. Uh, death threats. I won't mention what they said on here. Sure. But they're pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, really bad. Right. I mean, literal death threats. So Funny. So I found those. <laughs> you hadn't seen Which was great. Before? No, okay. I hadn't. Okay. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so I got from from Roger Spores across the pond. Uh-huh. Uh huh. J- just mentioned that. Uh, that's the family that stayed in here one time and watched us do uh, a uh, an episode of Articles of News. They request that you be here. Yeah, it was and, a, about a month ago. That was Daniel, right? And I couldn't understand what he was saying. Right. <laughs> the kid is like the most charming little kid ever, but he's like, it's Daniel, and I'm like. I what? And I had to ask him like four times, and I'm just like... Because he don't yeah. speak Scottish. Yeah. My dad could have <laughs> your understood. Dad, your dad could have. I didn't. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, just said, uh, wanted to thank us for letting him come in and do that, and said, you know, I know you had a rough weekend. I hope things are going better, and wish you all the best, and it's great to see you. And I responded back, because it was really nice of him to do, mm-hmm. and the family was great. Um, and But I can't remember that weekend. I thought, what was so terrible that weekend? And then I thought, well, it's every, yeah. pretty much every he just knows. weekend is terrible. He just knows. And something happened. Uh, Brother Kyle's going to have a weekend, and if he's not surfing with uh, stoners, it's going to uh-huh. be a rough weekend. Right. Uh, anything else? What's new? Anything else? Uh, I, work good? Kid good? Yep. 
Kid's great. Got a big. You'll have a result of his first bike race of the season. He's had two so far. And um, is he killing it? First one, he had a mechanical issue and okay. it did not go well. So he blamed it on the mechanical issue. Yep. Okay. Second one did spectacular. Yeah. And he'll have his third this Saturday. Did he make the podium, or did you just tell him to throw the medal in the garbage? I told him. <laughs> he knows to throw the medal in the garbage. Yeah. Yep. What did he get? Uh, it was not well out of a hundred and hundred and eighteen kids. He was forty fifth. Okay, okay. So, but he had to. The thing is, is they start you on your based on your last race. His last oh, race, he didn't race finish. Didn't, sure. So they start him at the back. Sure. And to weed through one hundred and eighteen kids is hard. So I was really he was happy with sure. how it came yeah, out. I mean, that's the top fifty percent. Yeah. He's and now, not. He's not in the lower. He's not kid hundred and eighteen. Right. And now he'll start way up, and so that'll help him. Yeah. Every that's week, awesome. So. Where yeah. do they race this weekend? We're going to go. We're actually going to stay up in Midway because they're racing at Soldier Hollow, Utah. Oh, that's Utah. a gorgeous place. That's where they did some of the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go up there and stay the night and race up there, make a day out of it. Nice. Uh, this weekend, for me, I'm going to uh, Roche Harbor, Washington. Uh, Why is that? Uh, I'm doing a destination wedding. Uh, with the oh, DJ stuff. wow. Uh, hired to go up there and, and check that out. I'll be there through the weekend. It takes 16 hours to drive there. Uh, are you going to drive? Yep, because I have to bring all my equipment, and I tried to oh. rent it, and it made it not worth it if I rented it. So uh, this will be a true test of my relationship. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're splitting up going there into two days. We'll drive like to Boise or something, and then... The remainder of the next day, but driving back, we have to be in line to get off the island uh, for the ferry at 4:45 in the morning. Oh, it's an island you've yeah. got to. Yep, it's uh, San Juan Island, and then we have to be in line for the ferry at 4:45. Ferry leaves at 5:45, and then we have to drive the remainder of that entire day to get back in time for be- for being at work Tuesday morning because the wedding is oh, on a gosh. Sunday. Yeah, and then. Uh, we have to leave early Monday morning and be back by whatever time Monday night so that we can both go to work on Tuesday. Yeah. Well, that almost sounds fun. Yeah. Well, the being there, the island is gorgeous. I'll share a picture or two uh, from the wedding, actually, on the, the Cultural Hall on Instagram, at the Cultural Hall. Maybe I'll even do a thing, uh, maybe a Facebook Live or something. If you follow us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash the Cultural Hall. But I'm excited for it, certainly. The driving does not sound fun, and I'm not being facetious when I say that could be the end of of a relationship. Yeah. Well, at least it's good to figure it out. Yeah. Hammer it out right now yeah, for right. Before 16, you make, before for you make 32 eternal, hours. Before you make it eternal, get real intimate in conversation. Yeah. We'll see. 32 hours of driving. Yeah. You know, it'll be easily a little more. Sure. Well, but here's the thing, and I don't know how you are, because you drive to Southern California, right, when you go? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you get a little bit uh like, I wonder how long I can? Do you get that in your mind? Uh, I wonder how long I can go without having to stop to go to the bathroom. Yes. I wonder how long I can go on this tank of gas. Oh, yeah. I, I'm very much that. Yeah. My dad, to the point, he'll be embarrassed if he ever hears this, but he doesn't listen to this, so that's fine. My dad... When we were growing up, and my mom tells this story, so I don't know that it's true or not true, but tells the story that my dad, when us kids were asleep, we were going out to California. My grandparents used to have a cabin up in Big Trees, California. Gorgeous. Uh, They were awake. We were in the back seat asleep. He needed to go to the bathroom. He didn't want to stop because it's a 12-hour drive, so he took one of the diapers 
oh, from no. us kids and peed in a diaper no. and then, and then <laughs> packaged it up and kept driving. Gross. Right? Yeah, way gross. I'm not sure that that's real or not. I hope that it is, but that's the kind of blood and stock that I come from in. I wonder how long I can. Yeah. I wonder if I could. Maybe we could go this whole tank of gas without stopping. Well, I also do a game called, and I do this on my bike sometimes, Izzy's Closies. <laughs> how many seconds can you close your eyes and count? No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I absolutely do. No. Scary. That's unsafe. Don't do that. It is unsafe, but it's. Who am I? Who am I going to do an episode of the Cultural Hall with if you die? I've made it to six. I mean, there are other people, sure, but <laughs> there's no other brother Kyle's for crying out loud. We got other people working this show. Uh, have you seen the uh, on the Facebook page the uh, question of the day? Have you seen that? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Robin the Red has been doing that. If you're not on Facebook, uh, then this won't do you any good. But if you are and you give a like to the Cultural Hall every day, now we do these awesome, awesome, awesome um, questions of the day. And the first ones, I think, were a few easy uh, or pretty easy. <laughs> I'm. I, it's going to be fun seeing Robin be challenged now that we're a couple weeks in. And uh, It's hard every day. Yeah, to do it every day. So we may have to start coming up with some other things. Um, but, uh, yeah, questions like, you know, everyone gets to ask the, or answer the, you know, what's your calling right now? If you could pick a calling like we do at the end of each numbered episode. But, like, what's your – what was your rebellion in yeah. your life? I thought yeah. that one was pretty interesting. Um, so make sure you do that, and a huge thanks to Robin the Red. Also, if you are a Patreon subscriber, uh, you get added to a uh, separate Facebook group where you can uh, be with other Patreon subscribers to the Cultural Hall and have kind of behind-the-scenes conversations, and you can uh, pick some of those questions of the day if you're a Patreon subscriber. You just go to patreon.com slash Hall, and that's how you get into that. Uh, it helps support everything that we do. I just, <laughs> just sort of on that note, um, so when you have a website like we do, theculturalhall.com, where you can find all the links and all the episodes, uh, you have to pay for hosting. And apparently, uh, I at some point signed up for renewing every three years, which is great. Like you get the cheapest deal right. per month, right? Yeah. Um, so I must have done that three years ago and just sort of forgot about it. I get an email, and it seems like a spam email that comes in. It's like, your hosting for the website is come due. And so I just sort of don't think about it because it's an auto-renew. It goes straight to my credit card, and I just pay off my credit card when it comes. So uh, I'm looking at my credit card as I'm oft to do so I don't get things you know deducted there for no reason, or at least so I know what the charges are. And there is this large charge from... Uh, <laughs> The hosting company, and I'm like, what is this? Uh -huh. Why is this so long? So it's renewed. The cultural hall is not going away for another three years because I've paid for the three years. Uh, we kept the site. <laughs> we yeah. kept the site and the hosting, and it's prepaid. So I've committed to three more years of the cultural hall, but I looked at that number and went, what? <laughs> Why, why is that? And then I looked into it and found <laughs> out that it was for three years, but it was definitely one of those things where it's like, oh, all right, I was going to get car tires this month, but I guess <laughs> that much. I guess I'll, I guess Dang. I'll wait. I guess I'll wait until uh, you know next month. So, so I had a website once, uh -huh. and uh, I did that for the. I think I did two years, uh -huh. and I had somebody eventually come to me and say, 
I want that name. Uh-huh. Love that name. It's cool. I'm yeah. like, like, can I have it? And I'm like, no, nah, I want to keep it. Yeah. You know, they're like, finally, they're like, I'll give you a thousand bucks. And I'm like, mm, nah, I'll give it. And then some things happened in my life and the two years expired and I missed it. Oh, no. And they grabbed it. You got to auto renew that. I know. I didn't. And I lost the name. And I and that person that wanted to buy, I lost the grand, too. I could have yeah. sold it. Yes. To that guy. What was the website? Will you tell me? Yeah. It yeah. was called... All I wanted was a Pepsi.com. It's you, a it's a line from a song yeah, by Suicidal Tendencies. You let that go? Yes. Shame on you. I you know. should have sold that for a thousand bucks. I know. I should have grabbed that while I could. Uh, let's take a break and come back and do actual articles of news. That didn't sound pandering, right? I just want to let people know two parts: one that that's what the money goes to, and two that no, not uh, at all. You know that things do cost. We money. use it for legitimate stuff. It's yeah. not snacks here. Yeah. <laughs> I it's wish. not bread and water around I've got, here. I've got, I've got this bottle of Gatorade, and it's not even Gatorade. It's, I don't. It's I just can't tap afford water. a nice bottle. It's yeah. It's not even <laughs> purified water. It's tap water. We'll come back in the second half of articles of news and do actual articles of news. Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. Hey, this is Dan, the laptop man from PC Laptops. Are you experiencing panic attacks, nausea, or diarrhea? Is your computer not turning on? Is it running super slow? Is your internet crawling? Or is it just randomly crashing? You could be suffering from ICS, Irritable Computer Syndrome. I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time you had your PC cleaned? Over time, Windows, updates, spyware, malware, and dangerous viruses will make your computer run like crap. You need to bring in your laptop or desktop PC, no matter what brand it is, and let me run a 100% free virus scan, malware, and spyware scan on your computer. Don't wait and risk losing everything. Now, why are we doing this for free? Because we want to impress you so much that if you or any of your friends or family need a computer, service, or phone repair, you come to PC Laptops first. Get into any one of our locations right now or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, where computers start at $7.99. PC Laptops, we love you. Hey, you guys, I want to talk to you about bestdjinutah.com. Why, that's the company that I have started for doing my DJing weddings and live events. Uh, Whatever you need, I am your guy to do it. So whether you're a lifer or a convert to this podcast show or you just happen to be listening for the first time, if you are in need of a wedding DJ or an MC for your event or just a DJ for your business opening, uh, go to bestdjinutah.com. Now, I know it says Utah, but guess what? If you want me to come to your event and you're not in Utah, I'll do that too. You're going to have to pay for me to be there, but I'm more than willing to do that as well. It's bestdjinutah.com. Emails there, phone numbers there. Would love to hear from you and then help you make your event that much better. Look forward to hearing from you, and thank you for supporting the Cultural Hall podcast. But it's a show. You knew that. The Cultural Hall wants you to help Utah Food Bank fight hunger statewide. 
Through your donations of food, time, or money, Utah Food Bank is able to distribute over 31 million meals annually to Utahns facing hunger. Even a $1 donation can be turned into $7.35 of goods and services. One in five children in Utah could go to bed hungry tonight, and 423,000 Utahns are unsure where their next meal will come from. By donating food at your local pantry or by visiting utahfoodbank.org, you can make a difference. Time for the second half of Articles of News, wherein we do actual Articles of News. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose Articles of News. I am not sure why it was so hard for me to say this half of Articles of News just a second ago. Did you hear that? This. I didn't <laughs> I even know. notice it. I don't no. know. Sometimes I just notice things, I guess. Uh, a video tour from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Tons of new videos. Uh, the first one, you can find, by the way, links to all these at theculturalhall.com. Uh, you can see the new Chile Temple. It is set to be dedicated on the 28th of October. It's the church's 160th temple. It's the Concepcion Chile Temple, and the video is awesome. It's right on a river. It's gorgeous. Uh, this video also recently released. Um, it's titled A New Direction for Children and Youth in 2020. It starts to shed some light on uh, what the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is doing instead of the Boy Scouts. Um, the uh, Bonnie H. Corden, the Young Women General President, said... Quote, the happiest individuals are those who engage socially and spiritually in ways which positively build others by also building themselves. You'll notice with the video that it doesn't have any specific uh, details, but it links to another site where questions will continue to be asked. So that's kind of cool. And then this, uh, there's a video called Choose to Stay. I watched that one. Uh, it's about uh, giving hope to those that are considering suicide. Um, an upcoming episode of the Cultural Hall is going to be all about suicide. We're going to have uh, the director of the American Federation for Suicide Prevention here in the Cultural Hall and talk all about what we can do for those who uh, that might be considered it, considering it or have attempted it or any of that. And then also... Uh, for those that are left around when someone decides to take their life by suicide and and how we can be better advocates and just uh, another great um, and hopefully hopeful episode about suicide. So let me get back to this. The film is called Choose to Say You Saw It. What did you think? Uh, I I thought it was good. I, I have trouble sometimes with the church videos that they're almost um, I, like the actors in it seem much too mainstream or uh, good looking. Right. Uh, right. I, I, they don't. It doesn't seem real enough to me. The people in it. I don't want it, that to take away from it. But that's often how I feel about like church films. Yeah, like, like it's here's everything the, seems a little too polished. That you're like, yes. well, yeah, of course he's not going to. But yeah. look at my life and how I look. R exactly. Yeah. And I, and I happen to have over the past ten days here, or no, it's been a couple of weeks. Two people who I know um, who ended their life. Really? Yeah. Two in two weeks. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. But that, it was. But that's hard. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, that that takes a huge toll on on it. Certainly on. And I'm not going to discount the experience of all the other people, but to to have known people like that. And and I don't think I'm the only one to experience this. It's happening so much that it's it's frightening. It's disturbing. And both in both cases, the families are like, we had no idea, yeah. or friends of theirs are like, things were fine. We thought that you know we knew that they struggled, but thought that it was a good week. Mm. 
So, do you have any? Uh, and we'll talk about this obviously in the suicide uh, episode that we do coming up. But do you, do you have any sort of um, people will talk about like survivor's guilt, like you should have reached out or any of that kind of stuff? Do you get do you get that way? I don't because and I've had others that I know, uh-huh. so it's actually not the first time. I I don't because you. You don't know. I mean, it's right. we don't want to get into it with like me personally and personal experiences, but it's but you've you, struggled you, you can't tell. I mean, if we can open up a, a little bit, yeah. you, like you, you have had dark times. Yeah. Yep. And do you let people in as far as that stuff goes? Uh, I don't. Yeah, and, I don't and they either. don't. You, you put on, you know, the tears of a clown. The term right. tears of a clown. Um, you do because you don't want people to know. Right. So it's it's hard to tell. You, you can't. It's tough, and uh, and hopefully, um, hopefully people will realize. Yeah, you know what? A lot of people struggle, so don't feel like you have to do the tears of a clown, or you know, you have to fake it. Or certainly, as 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 the Mormon experience is, just pick yourself up. Right. Just put on a smile when you chance to meet a friend. <laughs> do not let it stay. Right. Yeah. I mean, that is inbred as anything in the culture. And, and, uh, and it's when I first started struggling with it in the 80s, it was, you know, mid 80s or late 80s. It was pretty different. It was that exactly. And then some. Right. It's it's gotten a lot better now. Sure. With us recognizing it. So, so I'll put this out there. If you ever want to talk to somebody, seriously, message me. Message me on Facebook. Yeah. How do directly. we find you? How do we find you? Uh, uh, look for Kyle Brown on Facebook. Simple in as Utah, that. Utah, you'll find me. It's a picture of me cycling. Can't miss it. You can but yeah, mess- I'll talk to you. You can message us uh, at the cultural hall as well. And if, uh, th- I mean, there's lots of people. There, there, You always have someone that you can talk to. If you don't feel like you, you can talk to someone that's close to you, there is some power in being able to talk to sort of... Yeah. Not an anonymous person that you but don't to be able know to t- exactly. Yeah, that you kind of know who it is, and you know we have a couple of people here on the host panel that would love to talk to you about it who have experienced it. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, we know we know how you're feeling. So, really, do uh, going with that. This article about the choose to stay video uh, mentions the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. I'll share that number one eight hundred two seven three. Talk, and you can also go to suicide.lds.org to not only see that film, uh, but also to uh, find other information um, if you if that's something that you're thinking of or find yourself thinking of or you know have have experience with someone in your family or friends and and you don't necessarily know what to do. Uh, definitely use that as a resource. What else you got? Um, so the Mormon Church is going to up its food donations. By 20 million pounds a year. So that's 10% more. (laughs) (laughs) Easy joke, stupid. That was a good one. Thank you. Uh, So they're going to be providing more finished foods and less uh, raw wheat. Okay. And when I first read this, I thought raw meat. I thought, oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Getting healthier. But no. Uh, No. (laughs) So we announced that uh, it will boost its food donation to community charities by more than 20 million pounds a year by ending donations of raw wheat and instead providing finished foods. Um, Decided it would be more helpful for families and community agencies that they serve to supply uh, pasta, pancake mix, flour, and other finished goods rather than just raw wheat. Well, you think about that. You think of your, probably you growing up, certainly I know growing up, you had the white buckets in the garage. Yeah. Full of the red wheat that had not been made into anything. It was just, 
It, it, I mean, you could make breads, you could make pancakes, you could make all of those things out of it. But guess what? If you don't have a grinder, no, you can't. And if you don't know how to do that, no, you can't. Right. There was a focus, uh, uh, especially in the 80s, maybe early 90s, on get this stuff and here's the things that you're going to need. And then disaster came to some folks and went, what am I going to do with this? Right. How do, I, how do I use, how do I make use of this? And so I think the church, like you say, sort of enabling... Uh, those that are in need of that to actually give them useful things, not yeah not useful things, because those with that weed and stuff is useful, but m- you know more ready, e- easier useful. to prepare. Yep. Yeah, for that they'll still have those other things available, but moving more towards the the easier to prepare items. And that's starting next year. Uh, the, uh, let's see. I was looking through. Yes. Uh, well, good. I'm glad. Let's up it. 20 million pounds. Sure. Just 20 million pounds. Uh, this I thought was funny. I shared this on our Facebook page. Uh, and, and, and okay, granted, but I felt like everyone would know, uh, what I was saying. James the Mormon. Uh-huh. You, you know who that JTM? is? JTM? Yeah, JTM. He's been, uh, a part of the cultural hall, uh, before. And, um... So James the Mormon, when uh, President Nelson said, let's not be the Mormons, you know, uh, he went to JTM. It stands for James the Mormon, but, you know, he wanted to follow the prophet's counsel and and felt like that was important. So there's an article um, where he talks about this new music video and about how the fact that he was abused physically and emotionally as a child. And... uh, it, it's it's pretty um, it's pretty raw as far as what the video is about. He talks about black eyes and bruises and scars, and so it was it was not just like oh, oh wow. you're terrible and you've been bad and I'm going to smack you. on like, the back was, of the head or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it it was uh, pretty fierce. So when I shared, which I share most of these articles at some point on our Facebook page, you know, between five and seven articles a day, just to keep people in the loop. And people will ask, well, why are you sharing this? And it's like, I share everything, Mormon. Calm down. I shared this story about James the Mormon, and I said, uh, I said something to the effect of, he used to be James the Mormon until President Nelson said he couldn't be anymore, and I made that the hashtag, right? So it's this huge run-on hashtag of used mm-hmm. to be James the Mormon until you know President Nelson said he couldn't be anymore, and people commented like crazy. He got excommunicated. Oh, he, really? yeah. And I'm like, no, no. And it took people a second. I'm like, no, I'm. It was too clever. Consider the source. Yeah, yeah, certainly consider the source, and I would have led with excommunicated, but he wasn't. James the Mormon is a full-fledged member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, as far as I know. Uh, But the the name change was he changed it because of President Nelson, and people were like, oh, oh, I get it. Pretty misleading in the hashtag. (laughs) And I'm just like, you know what? (laughs) Calm down. Stop joking around. So it's James that used to be Mormon until President Nelson said he couldn't be anymore. <laughs> what else you got? Well, more confusion with the name. Uh-oh. Uh, so if you click on become.org or worshipwithus.org, okay. um, you're going to get led to mormon.org. Okay. So what's happening uh, is that it has to do with our faith's effort to steer away from the use of Mormon nickname. Uh 
We are regularly testing different formats, content, and names, church spokesman Daniel Woodruff explained in an email. We began testing several new URLs in the last few weeks, including become.org. We anticipate this to be an ongoing effort to help us understand uh, which are of most interest. So they're just testing out some different short addresses that will work that people like that are not yeah, Mormon.org. I just, I just typed in Mormon.org, though, and it still works. Yeah, it still works, but those other sites lead you to that one Yeah, so they can kind of phase it's all, it's all it out. It's the same. Actually, become.org is, is its own website, but it looks exactly like Mormon.org. Same with Worship With Us. Looks yeah. exactly like Mormon.org as well. So interesting. That's definitely something that you will hear addressed at General Conference. From who? Oh. President Nelson. Are you ready for this? I thought these. this is two great articles from President Nelson. Uh, let me share this one first. Um, this is from Rosemary Card uh, talking about one powerful insight into giving up the term Mormon and the end of Mormonism. Uh says, it is, co- it is common cultural rhetoric within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to talk in terms of us and them, members and non-members, those in and those that are out of the boat, people on the path and people in the building, saints and the world. But at the same time, we celebrate the Savior of the world who died for everyone's sins. We believe in a plan of salvation designed for everyone, not just the ones who know how to lay out the series of circles and the arrows that represent the various stages of the plan of happiness. Uh, To have written his name on our hearts can mean many things, but accepting all people as equally valuable members of our Heavenly Parents is definitely one of those things. Uh, And so her angle, that is Rosemary Card, you can find this, by the way, at theculturalhall.com, this story, is the idea that saying Mormons and non-Mormons is divisive, but when we say members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or Christians, that we're far more accepting. What if it is less important how someone, uh, this is Rosemary that posits this, what if it is less important how much someone fits in our culture and more important how much someone with all their differences and uniqueness belongs in the family of Heavenly Mother and Father? Initially, she says, I saw President Nelson's efforts as a strategic branding move, but what if there is more to it? And you can guarantee that we'll hear about that at General Conference. Also, this story, how many kids, or how many grand, how many, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. How many great grandkids do you suppose President Nelson has? Did you see this? Great, no. So he's 93, now maybe even 94, actually. How many great grandkids do you think he has? Uh, yes. 40, so how, 45. Okay, so how many ki- how many grandkids do I, your parents have? They just went on their mission. How many do they have? Grandkids, grandkids. they've got five. Gosh, I I don't know. I think there's 12. 12? Okay. Yeah. So he's got 119 no. grandkids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it helps. As someone pointed out that, you know, he had 10 kids of his own. He's the grandfather of 57 and the great-grandfather of 119. Oh, my gosh. Every day, as someone pointed out on the Facebook page, his calendar must be a mess. <laughs> you know how great grandparents and yeah. great-parents grandparent, always have the calendar, and it's someone in the family made the pictures, yep. and then you have all the dates for everyone's birthday. In the refrigerator, all the things po- yep. you know, hanging yep. up on magnets. Too much. Uh, this I thought was interesting. Do you know where Veo is? Yeah, I do. Veo Pies. 
It's uh, just north of St. George, Utah, mm-hmm. about an hour and a half bike ride. Yep. Uh, the LDS Vail Ward is celebrating a 100th birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. They had a big celebration. I just thought it was cool. The ne- the cool thing about Veo, and and unless you're in Utah and would ever go to Veo, it doesn't matter. But Veo, there is a gas station, and on the upstairs of the gas station, it's like the gas station and like Ace Hardware or something, right? The upstairs is a roller rink. Yeah. Yep. I and know it, where that is. And yeah. it's the coolest. <laughs> It's just a really Veo. There's an intersection. There's not a light there. Yeah. But there's that. There's Veo pies that everybody rides up to on their bike. We have some pie, and then we head back to St. George. Awesome. But Veo is actually a great little place. And the roller rink. And the so and the roller. Yeah. If you're ever in Southern Utah, hit up the Veo roller rink and tell them that the cultural hall says hello. <laughs> what else do you have? Uh, the church's public affairs arm is inviting female bloggers to an informational meeting September 29th to spell out the faith's stance on medical marijuana, uh, which it supports, it says in parentheses, and on Utah's Proposition 2, in parentheses, which it opposes. So that was just this, uh, just a couple of days ago that that happened, the 29th of uh, September. I haven't heard too much about it, so I'm sure that we'll hit up more about that as that becomes Prop 2 for... Uh, for the state of Utah, but on next week's Articles of News, we'll, we'll kind of dive in a little bit deeper. I know that uh, Molly Jenny, who is a female blogger, not invited to oh, that. Oh. But I know that, um, you know, recently, just in the last few days here, that the, uh, that the state of Utah is like, no, listen, we're pushing for special legislation for medical marijuana. We want to make sure that, that there is a law and that we want to make sure medical marijuana gets passed and that and that, that can happen. We just don't like the way that that particular thing is. And people are really bent. It's it's a hot-button topic yeah. around Utah here. Especially and with how much the church has gotten involved, right? Some people right. say, hey, listen, you, you butt out, church. Yeah, church and state, don't yeah, get involved. Church. What are you doing? Why are you making laws? And, and the fact of the matter, unfortunately, for the state of Utah is... You won't ever get that separation. Yeah, I mean, because there's too many members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints here that it, I don't say it blurs the lines, but it's going to influence that stuff because you can say it blurs the lines. Yeah, I think it does. It does. And, and and in a lot of ways, and people will come at me for this. In a lot of ways, in 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 great things, right? Yeah. Sometimes you blur that church and state and people will be like, that should never be. But I'm like, that isn't this easier in this respect. Well, it's, you know, the government's supposed to be of, of the people, for the people. By the, you know, right. if you've got a large congregation of a certain type of people, then that's going to be how that community is. Yeah. And and not all of that's right, but that's it, it, it is how it is, no yeah. matter what state you're in. And and for, in, in some situations, I can't think specifically right now, so go ahead and call me out, and you can tell me I'm terrible and wrong, and it should always be church and state. That's fine. Uh, but in some situations, you know, just just having that be the case, just having it be like, okay, well, we want it to be this way. It is this way. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, church it, and state being it, combined. <laughs> it mentions in this article the billboard. Yeah. The big billboard, the Word of Wisdom billboard. Yeah. Which there have been some up. messy kind of sideline things. Talk about that. I thought yeah. that was great. Uh, well, there's a billboard around uh, on Utah's freeways that uh, references the church's health code. It says, the Word of Wisdom, and then in, in quotation marks, all wholesome herbs God hath ordained 
for the use of man. Doctrine and Covenants, 8910. So for people who don't live in Utah, that's a billboard here in the state of Utah trying to get people to vote yes to have yeah, this vote yes for prop two. <laughs> uh, pro- this proposition about m- marijuana here in the state of Utah is they just have the scripture quoted from the word of wisdom that you know herbs is good for the use of man and they're uh-huh. right yeah but it, when you start weaponizing scripture i think yeah i mean oh, I, okay to me it was entertaining i thought, I thought it was, it was very pretty funny, funny. Save me a seat it's sure to be neat on the back row we really gotta go on the culture hall show Ow. so mtc as in the missionary training center mm-hmm. uh the folks over at lds living did this and I, I hate the way the LDS I love what LDS Living does. I hate the way that they headline things like this. Twelve hilarious lingo mix-ups. And uh it says twelve hilarious lingo mix-ups that Latter-day Saints understand all too well. Like I just they're hilarious. I don't know. For I'll some the, reason. I'll be the I, judge of that. Yeah, that's and that's exactly what I think. When I see something like that, I go, I'll tell you if they're hilarious. So uh, my brother just went to the MTC. People uh, outside of the church would think the empty, as in vacant, the empty C. Why did your brother oh, go to the empty okay. C? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that one I can. No, all right. Never heard it's that not, happen, but sure. It's not, it's not hilarious, but that is a lingo mix up. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we say things like eight cows. No, she's a 10 cow wife. And uh, people are like, wait a minute, you guys rate your spouses on scales of cows? Yes, obviously it's actually. Obviously, it's a reference to Johnny Lingo, which, by the way, I've never been like, oh, yeah, that's an eight-cow woman. Haven't you? I don't think. Not in beauty, certainly. I do. Yeah. That's how. <laughs> I'm sure. That's how I rate them. I'm looking for a four-and-a-half cow. <laughs> is, that, is that all you think I'm worth? Well, four and a half cow. I feel like you go two cows above Thank what you. you are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're I welcome. appreciate that. Uh, she's a member of my ward, and they're like, what does that mean? Like an insane asylum? <laughs> it's a hilarious <laughs> lingo mix-up. I, that's the most hilarious so the far. The ward party is at the steak center. Steak? I love steak. Uh-huh. That one I've actually heard, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know that it's a hilarious lingo mix-up. It's there. We're going to a fireside tonight. Want to come? Going an actual side of a fire for whatever that. I recall when I was a kid, the first time I heard about that, I thought when my because my mom would go to it with the mutual group she was leading. I thought I can't wait till I'm in mutual so I can go to it like a little camp out around the fire. Oh really? Yeah, I really thought that. Uh, (laughs) Hey, (laughs) we call the fireside. Uh, I'm so glad that my baby is finally old enough to go to the nursery. Well, you take your kid to a place where plants are growing, says this hilarious lingo mix-up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, sorry, I'm so tired. I went to seminary before school. Seminary? You're only 15, and you're already studying to be a pastor? 12 okay. hilarious All right. lingo. <laughs> so how many are reading before you get to the 12 hilarious ones? Yeah, these are... <laughs> Honorable mentions. The sunbeams are going to sing in church today. How do the beams of light from the sun sing? Blah, uh-huh. blah. Remember, guys, tomorrow is fast Sunday. Does it go shorter? Does it tick by quicker tomorrow? Mm-hmm. 
I went and did ceilings at the temples. Oh, I didn't know that you were an architect. Did you fix the ceiling? <laughs> Twelve hilarious. <laughs> uh, and then finally, I need to magnify my calling. And they think that it's like, do you have a special phone with a font? Because it's too far oh, small okay. for you to read. I actually didn't know until you told me. Yeah. So, huh. uh, Or he's getting the hmm. ironic priesthood. What's ironic about your priesthood? Ironic. Ironic. Hmm. Okay. 12 hilarious <laughs> lingo mix-ups. <laughs> Was that 12? That, Did yep. you get through? I, right through the list. What else you got? Uh... So if you love camping, I do. Don't fr- I do too? Actually, yeah. uh, don't fret. Latter Day Saint boys and girls, church-based camping will continue for years to come. I saw we now we talked earlier uh, about the video that talked about this, but you've got a little more information about it. Yeah. So ever since the church announced plans to end its century-long partnership with the Boy Scouts of America in 2020, oh, I didn't realize it was 2020. Yeah. I thought it was done. Nope, it's coming quick. Uh, many Mormon parents and youths have wondered if those camping trips will disappear as well. No, nope. uh, they won't. Uh, camps and other outdoor activities will be an important part of the gospel learning, building relationships, and strengthening faith in Jesus Christ. The church assured. In a news release, children and youth may participate in primary day camps, young women camps, young men camps, and high adventure activities. So good. Good. So those of you that are worried about camping going away, don't. Stop it. So keep shopping for your outdoor gear on backcountry.com. Ask Sorry. <laughs> You're Did fine. I just throw in How a do they commercial? Get at you? How do they get you so you get the commission? They just ask for Kyle. Well, we don't anymore, so I don't care. Yeah. But I'd still like you to buy from our site. Okay. Backcountry.com. Tons of what all the, the best camping equipment. What's the hot item right now? Uh, right now is the cool weather gear coming in, so the jackets and the the ski poles and bindings and boots. You know what I love? Do you guys sell the yak tracks? Uh, what is a yak track? They're those things you put onto your shoes, your common person shoes. That make it so you don't slip and slide on the ice. It's like oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. It's like when you put them on when you put chains on your car. Yep. It's like that. Only they've got some that are spikes tracks. that are like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're not yak tracks though. What are they called? What are yours called? Mine are called actual. They're called spikes. Oh okay. Yeah, and if I stepped on somebody, it would kill them. Yeah. But yeah, they're really they're great if you do a lot of outdoor walking and you don't want to in the yeah. ice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've got this story for you. Ready for this? Do you yes. know who Abner Howell is? No. Uh, he's an African-American that was given a card uh, naming him as an honorary high priest. Now, it's it's important to point out that Abner, like I said, is an African-American giving him a card, an honorary high priest in the year 1956. The Mormon faith, writes this article, has had a racially difficult past, a church culture which restricted its priesthood from anyone of African lineage, Uh, Until 1965, when Abner Howell, an African-American, was given a card naming him an honorary high priest. So this, you'll notice that the 1965 is uh, earlier than the 1978 priesthood ban. Uh, Howell's parents were former slaves in Louisiana. Uh, He was born August 9th of 1877. He came to Salt Lake City, where his father became a police officer and a detective. Um, in high school, Ab uh, led his team to various victories as a gifted fullback. After high school, he went on to the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. Um, and then he played for them from 1902 to 04. 
Um, but it's interesting because Abner Howell was not listed among the black football players for Michigan in Ann Arbor in a 1974 article about all the black athletes up to that point. So what's the point? Uh, in 1904, he married his wife, Abner did. Uh, he became a bricklayer. Uh, he reconnected with his former white teammate, Nicholas Grosbeck-Smith, who urged him to join the church. Uh, they did. His wife passed away in 1945, and he got remarried. Uh, he remarried uh, to a woman named Martha Perkins. This is getting somewhere, I promise. Uh, the granddaughter of Green Flake. Do you know who Green Flake is? No. A year from now, you will. Really? Yep. There will be a movie in the church about Green Flake. Mm. Uh, he was one of three, and this is the article's words, colored servants in the Vanguard Mormon Pioneer Company. So he is a, a, a gentleman that in the early, early days, Green Flake, that's his name, Green, Green Fla- Flake, like. <laughs> came to Utah as part of a pioneer company. Um, the couple... That is, Abner and his now second wife, uh, Martha, uh, were asked by LDS officials to go to the southern states to look into the possibility of establishing segregated congregations. He took with him, Abner, uh, a letter signed by Apostle LeGrand Richards that read, To whom it may concern, this will introduce you to brother and sister Abner L. Howell, who are good members of our church, being members of the Evergreen Ward here in Salt Lake City, which, by the way, still exists. It's in my stake. Brother and sister Howell have been faithful throughout the years and are now enjoying what they have looked forward to for a long time, namely a trip through the southern and eastern parts of the United States. We have invited them to call upon our people, the missionaries and saints, wherever convenient. Any courtesies extended to them will be very much appreciated. Sincerely yours, LeGrand Richards. Abner would later return to Utah during the period of the Watts riots in 1965 and died in his in a rest home in 1966. So, I think at the start of the article, it went back and forth. I think it was a misprint. Uh, But he received the card naming him an honorary high priest in 1956. Hmm. Some 22 years before the priesthood ban for anyone of uh, African descent. Interesting. Yeah. You're going to make a movie. That's where you're going to learn more about him. Good. Fascinating, right? Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Sterling, you know, she plays the violin. She did so. She was on America's Got Talent but didn't make it very far. That was years ago. Uh, she recently joined Tice Nelson and Mary Ellen Wolf, the duo Transcend, as they were on stage for the last time on America's Got Talent. The couple's exciting routines landed them in a spot as one of the top ten finalists. So Lindsay Sterling and Brian King Joseph joined duo Transcend. Uh, and gave a breathtaking performance. Uh, Duo Transcend, by the way, is that Latter-day Saint couple on the trapeze that we mentioned in previous articles of news. What else you got? Uh, One last one from me, not-so-fast Mormon woman. Uh, Mormon women's group tells the Senate. So everybody probably knows, no matter where you are in the U.S. right now, there's a hearing going on right now for a Republican nominee... Right. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh, yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. Supreme, Supreme Supreme Court Justice uh, is what the position. It has to be uh, sort of reviewed. It has yeah. to. They have to. Um, they have to vote on it 
uh, as a small committee and then take it to a larger committee. And it's a mess, so we won't get into yeah, it. Yeah, at the time at the time of this recording, uh, you know, the testimony is going on, so we don't know the results of you know both sides of the testimony, but definitely. Um, you know, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court justice nominee, is alleged to have been sexually uh, assaulting a woman by the name of Christy, Christine Blasey Ford. I mm-hmm. know the last two names. And, uh, you know, so she testified and, um, and said, I know with 100% certainty that this guy was the one who did it. Um, anyway, so what's the article that you've got? So there's a group uh, called Mormon Women for Ethical Government who have a, their little slogan is, wait, investigate, then deliberate. Yeah. Uh, so the plea from this group to the Senate Judiciary Committee at it, as it weighs the sexual misconduct allegations facing Supreme Court nominee Brent Kavanaugh, uh, our mutual faith teaches us that any sexual abuse or assault in any context is, is, is horrible and worthy of the most severe condemnation. Right. Uh, the grassroots said in a statement, if these accusations are proved false, an investigation will prevent harm to the court's legitimacy. If they are true, then Judge Kavanaugh must not be confirmed. Uh, the, judici- the Judiciary Committee boasts its own little ward council with four Latter-day Saint senators. <sighs> Do you want to know who they are? Yeah. I don't even want to mention them. Uh, or, I mean, the great group sounds great, these women, but then uh, the council, Orrin Hatch, Mike Lee, Jeff Flake, and Mike Crapo of Idaho. Yeah. Or my crapo, because <laughs> <laughs> his name is as G-R-E-P-O. Mormon Women for the Ethical Government, which is not affiliated with the church, formed after President Donald Trump's election. The nonpartisan organization has about six thousand members. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh it's cool because they, you know, they not only are they not a small group with six thousand membership, but they were one that said, you know what, we need to wait, investigate. And then deliberate. And then deliberate. And I think that that's I think that that's good counsel for anyone in any situation, right? Yeah. Like, um, if someone comes to you and says something about someone, you know, maybe speaking to bishops, I think that hearing them or waiting, I think that that, you know, I think that that's worth doing. And then investigating, and then oftentimes if it if it's things of of like sexual assault and stuff like that, uh, you know, getting the right authorities involved because a bishop is not an investigative authority to look into something like that, and then sort of deliberate. I had a fascinating conversation with um, someone the other day, uh, older um, gentleman than I am. He's probably 55 or 60, maybe, and he's talking about um, a friend of his who um, she has recently found that her husband is cheating on her and was sharing with me that his friend is going to, that friend being the woman, the wife that this gentleman has cheated on, has said, yeah, so she's going to set up an appointment for her and her husband to the bishop and he's going to, or she's going to confront him in that bishop's interview about well, the see, cheating she, on She her. has not yet. She is not yet. And she and the guy's <laughs> like, yeah, I, you know, I feel like that's really good for, for her to do in front of the bishop. And I'm just like, what What in the world is this? That's, it's none of the bishops. Yeah. You know? 
A bi- that that is not what a bishop does. He's no, not Maury Povich. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have a camp. Maury, Maury. But but do you? I mean, it, it took me back because I was like, no, like I go to a bishop if I if I feel like um, like uh, first of all, if I just need someone to talk to, I think that's a time when I would go to my bishop. Now I'll, I'll speak for me. Um, secondarily like as just another voice to a concern like if i if i had some sort of concern maybe um uh, of about a faithful spouse or whatever i would talk to a lot of people because i'm a talker uh and i would count the bishop as just another one of those voices as giving me some advice Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't be like hey bishop i need you to solve my that that problem for me that isn't what my bishop's position is and my particular bishop at this time that's not what his training is right so even if i wanted to take it that far um but but I don't I don't know that I would ever be I don't know that I would ever lay that on a bishop to be like hey he's cheating on me I want to make sure that I do that here in this office yeah and that's an appropriate time and it just took me back it was very surprising yeah nope not appropriate here's his te- look I've got all his texts here bishop look at this that, yeah that's just yeah. bringing somebody else into your personal fight yeah he, that's something for him to deal with or both of you to deal with later individually with him maybe as a couple but yeah. Or maybe, you, you or don't. Maybe not, but no, you don't bring you don't it out go. on national television yeah. with a game show host. Yeah, that's what it. That's exactly what it's like. And that, yeah, that is that is to me what it felt like. But it's interesting. I don't think younger generations of folks would do that. That pay that same sort of homage, or uh, they that they. Uh, I don't want to say respect because I feel like us younger folks respect the bishop, but I think that we have defined in our mind more the role of the bishop. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested on people's emails about that. Contact at theculturalhall.com. Yeah, if you uh, think that's a what, good idea, I want to know. Yeah, and, and I want to know why. And why? And what? Like, I guess if you're afraid of some sort of physical retribution, but you're still going to have hmm. to go home to the same place. Yeah. As that guy, so I would love to. Uh, I would love to hear that. So, so this guy's been. So this friend of yours has been talking to my ex-wife. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> kidding. Jeez, no. And it's your ex-wife, so who cares? Anymore? Yeah, no. I I can see some people being uh, so angry and bitter about it that they want to tell. Yeah, right. Everybody. And that, and that's what it seems like, right? <laughs> like I need to make sure that I embarrass my right. What will inevitably be ex-husband because he did this, like. I mean, that makes sense from that angle. It's, it certainly makes sense to me. Uh, how many Mormons use marijuana, do you think? How many mm. members of the Church of Jesus like Christ? Like a percentage? Yeah. Uh, product, I'm going to say 10%. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a real guess at 5 to 10%. The 2016 Next Mormons survey <coughs> asked both current and former Mormons. So, oh. Skewed Whether they had used marijuana sometime in the last six months. At that time, 2016, 1 in 10 or 10%, you should have gone with wow. your joke. Self-identified Mormons in the United States said yes. Those more likely to have used marijuana included younger people. It's about 17% of millennials compared to 7% of Gen Xers and 4% of the baby boomer silent generation combined. And I'm assuming this is not smoking a, you know, smoking a bowl. I'm assuming this is including different medical edibles or things 
like that. This is the question that was asked was. Give me a second. Let me get back to the thing. You would ask Are further the, questions. What? Where did the paper go? I think I it's that because it. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Where did it go? Uh, 9.5%. The question that was asked was <clears throat> if they have used marijuana in the last six months. So I would think it would be both. So pretty general. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, more likely to be men, 14% of men compared to 16 or 6% of women. Uh, poorer members of the church, 12% uh, of those who learn earn less than $50,000 a year compared to 8%. You, make you're over considered poor 000? if you make over under fifty thousand. Well, you're poorer than those who would make over a hundred thousand. Oh. Well, yeah. Uh, those with less formal education, so you're more likely to if you don't have a college degree, uh, and more likely to, according to this story, fourteen percent of non-white Mormons compared to nine percent of of white Mormons. Uh, those who are less active in the church, only about 7% of those who attend church at least once a month said they had used it in the last six months. Okay. So we'll call it 7%. Yeah. So between really? 5 and 10%. Nice work. Uh-huh. Uh, compared to 1 in 5, 20% who uh, attend only sporadically or never. So mm-hmm. far, far more, much more among those. Further analysis shows that the legal status of marijuana in the state where the respondent lived in 2016 made almost no difference. So they don't care. It's legal here. It's not legal here. The use yeah. was about the same. Um, so it's a fascinating report about marijuana use within the church. You can find it at theculturalhall.com. Sorry that I lost a page of that. You said you don't have any more stories, correct? Yep. Uh, there's a great story uh, about the um, the talk that Eric Huntsman gave uh, now almost two months ago. Uh, but you can see it at theculturalhall.com. They talked about it on KUR, KUER, which is a public radio station here in Salt Lake. Um, and they talk all about his uh, amazing um, talk where he talks about standing up for the marginalized, those of the LGBTQ community. Um, it was recommended listening for anyone. It's Eric Huntsman uh, down at BYU as part of a... Um, Part of a uh, devotional series. You should check that out, but it's getting re-hit as far as people should check it out. And um, there was an article written about it. Um, the uh, tribal members, we've talked kind of on and off about this. This was uh, two Navajo siblings that first filed lawsuits against the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, alleging that... Uh, they were sexually abused in the 1960s through the 1980s in the in the placement program that the church had, where they used to take uh, individuals off of reservations and place them into Latter-day Saint families mm-hmm. uh, to teach them sort of culturally, and they would join the church and and also to give them an education as well. Um, there were a few of those, and that when President Monson was, they tried to get uh, President Monson to be subpoenaed into. Um, into uh, court. It was about this tribal case. Um, anyway, they've settled. The church has settled with these folks. Details are not made available because they've hmm. settled. So uh, the church has admitted no guilt, but they have settled outside of court. So you can know that they said, all right, we'll give you some money and 
is this amount of money and you'll settle and they settled and that will be the last that you'll hear of those particular cases that have been going on hmm which for a lot of people it's like yeah they should have they should have uh, fought a little bit more to try and take it to a grander scale the thing is uh the the prosecuting uh, attorneys didn't feel like they would stand a real great chance in federal courts they felt like they'd do fine in the tribal courts but at some point for those folks um, they want to make sure that that they get something, and you know. So if you push it to a federal level and and you don't win, then you get nothing. Yeah. And so I think that that's why a lot of them settled. It's a it's a far um, far reaching and hopefully in the past problem. Um, but you know, certainly as we know, there's a, there will always be because people uh, people do. There are people that take advantage of other people. There are people that financially take advantage of people and sexually take advantage of people and and unfortunately that will always be the case um but as members of the church you know hopefully our guidelines the way that we uh conduct ourselves that that we're not the ones that are perpetrating that stuff and that we have in place guidelines that help us to not find ourselves in poor situations where those things could occur um and then finally this you ever been to turkey no you ever want to go to Turkey? Sure. Do you know that there is a huge case uh, going on right now between the United States and Turkey? Guy by the name of Andrew Brunson. He is uh, an American, not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He is an evangelical pastor that is currently on trial for his alleged involvement in a terrorist plot to destabilize the country of Turkey. A police cordon marks the home where Andrew Brunson, the American, still lives and is under house arrest. So what does this have to do with the Church Hmm. of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Well, Kenneth and Marilyn Abney once worked as Mormon missionaries uh, just on the other side of the neighborhood in Izmir, western Turkey, right by Andrew Brunson. Now, Alsenkak, which is the (laughs) unfortunately named neighborhood in Izmir, western Turkey. Yes, I said Alsenkak. Alsenkak's tiny world of missionaries and converts seems an unlikely setting for so vast a conspiracy. And yet, prosecutors allege that Abney, that is, Kenneth Abney, who is a retired U.S. Special Forces major who went and served his mission in Izmir, Turkey, conspired with Brunson to coordinate a group of male factors that included not only evangelicals and Mormons, that is, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but also the Muslim Fethula Gulen faith group, a designated uh, terrorist group um, that is part of Turkey's failed military coup. Here's the deal. This thing is this thing is crazy, like straight from a spy novel, like uh, like like something that what's that guy, the uh, that does all the patriotic books, 
John Grisham. Like, oh yeah, it feels yeah. like this should be it's a, a John, John Grisham novel. Grisham novel. <laughs> that, but it's fascinating, and it's got President Trump and the uh, the guy who is the head of Turkey just going after each other. Uh, as as far as this whole thing goes, there's circuit sanctions on Turkey, and the Latter Day Saint involvement is. They just think that this guy, who coincidentally happened to be serving a mission in Turkey and used to be a part of U.S. Special Forces, had to have been a part of this thing with this evangelical preacher, uh, Andrew Brunson, who's on house arrest. Hmm. It's fascinating. It's like 20 (laughs) pages, and I'm not sure that I get it all, but there's accusations of espionage, um... It's all crazy, says Murat Kakir, which is only a name of a Turkey member of the church. That's the only name that someone who's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Turkey could be. Uh, He's also named in the indictment. Um, Many evangelicals do believe in the prophecies of Revelation, but not Brunson. Uh, In in Turkey's judicial system, where Halibut says defense lawyers have been battling cases concocted to meet political demand... Since long before this case ever occurred, um, it it just seems like there is this guy, the leader of Turkey, who I can't remember his name, and I wish I had it right in front of me. Uh, let's see, Turkey's Recep Tayyip Erdogan uh, just sort of thinks that that the United States and that these evangelical and 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 Mormon missionaries are out to get him. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, get him. No, get him. Well, but we don't know, really know. Get him. Well, they're going to have a defense. No, get him. <laughs> and it's just this huge, messy thing. It's fascinating. Come on, John Grisham. Listen to the cultural hall and get that done. <clears throat> That's it. We'll keep up on that. I want to know. <laughs> I will. I'll, I mean, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this stuff gets through the courts for sure. Uh, we hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body. We hope if you're sick or afflicted, you can be well and listen next week. And that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you. On the back row of the Cultural Hall. <laughs>